0: Listen to them, children of the night. What music they make? Growling, growling, tell me what you know about it. Go deep in my eyes, you can't live without it. Oh baby, oh baby, go crazy and it ain't No nonsense, just full movie hidden. Barely in the eyes of the righteous. Dance with the devil, shower, tell me how you like this. Back it up, alt your back. Strike a pose, give me that. No beans, no playing around. I put a spell on your body, everybody get down.
1: Welcome to another episode of True Podcast. Yeah, we did say that uh, the show would be canceled, but you know, it was the finale last night, so Mickey and I decided to come back and offer up two different uh, scathing reviews, I guess, uh, of the show, the series finale. Uh, the song you just heard was hashtag monsters uh, at the beginning of the summer. Mickey and I, under uh, the pocket dial handle, released that single and uh, homage and dedication to the show. Um, The show premiered uh, seven seasons ago, and uh, I have to say that I truly enjoyed the first season. It had a really great tone to it. I was a big fan of Alan Ball, uh, the Six Feet Under show on HBO that lasted, I think, five seasons, was a, a fantastic, fantastic. Drama, So, uh, of course, I was going to follow the guy that uh, did American Beauty over to HBO for a show about vampires and werewolves. Uh, The beginning of the show, the tone was just, it had magical moments in it. I mean, Eric Northman uh, was very much a different character back then. He had long uh, blonde hair, very um, reminiscent of Thor. He was a bad guy. The show was great. Last night was not great. Now, series finales are very difficult to get right. Uh, in recent memory, uh, Dexter, I mean, the ending of Dexter, I just recently watched it back on Netflix, and I have to say it was one of the biggest pieces of steaming dog shit I've ever seen as far as writing goes. Him riding into the special effects CGI hurricane and then him becoming a logger in Seattle. I mean, to me, that was just... It, it was the lowest the show ever stooped to. Now, Breaking Bad's finale... Phenomenal. Five stars across the board. Um, tonight's the Emmys. I'm very excited about that, but we'll get to that later at the tail end of the show. Breaking Bad did a great job of getting it all back together. Brian Cranston's role, um, you know, a man on the edge trying to get revenge against these, um, you know, benefactors, these people who uh, started Grey Matter, the justification, the um, redemption of Jesse at the end. I mean, it was just fantastic. The machine gun, pitch perfect. Tone-wise, it was Phenomenal. If I had Bobcast back then, you bet I would have had Breaking Bobcast on the air. Uh, looking forward to uh, Better Call Saul this winter. True Bobcast. Here we go. So the show starts off last night, and yes, there is some interesting banter between Pam and Eric, which I did enjoy. I enjoyed the line uh, where Eric was like, you know, I'm tired of sharing. You know, we're just going to kill everybody, and like, it had that playful, fun aspect to uh, Pam and Eric's relationship that was missing for quite some time because it was kind of drab and, you know, Eric was, you know, existentialist and wanted to die, vice versa, vis-a-vis. I love the fact that they got rid of everybody. I love the gasoline in the tunnel. And then to me, that's when the episode stopped. It just stopped. And this whole thing with Bill Compton wanting to die, yeah, I get it. But the whole thing with, uh, you know, Bill wanting to uh, get rid of her fairy, like, it just was such a a, a terrible writing, I mean, like, I didn't read the books, but I remember years ago hearing about how the books would wind up, and it was nothing quite like that at all, um, I thought that it was a really, really drawn out, the type of, I mean, like, didn't Sookie just break up with El Seed, who got shot in the head by the river, like, a couple days ago, I mean, the timeline of, True Blood, I mean, it never really was day-to-day. You never really knew where they were, but it just didn't make sense that Sookie and Bill, I know they had a past, they had history together, but it just didn't make sense that they could pick up that quickly. Um, So, yeah, I get it that they cared about each other, but at this point, I just didn't care, man. I really didn't care either way. I was reading on Twitter last night that many people thought that Bill was becoming more human, and eventually uh, he would revert back to his human form and live out a full life with Sookie. There's many different things that were going on at this point in the Twitter universe of the true to the end truebies that I was trying to decipher, but I mean, to me, I just wanted them all to die, to be honest with you, except for Pam and Eric. And um, I'm a huge, as a screenplay writer, as a a writer, teleplay writer, whatever, I I, I find it to be such a cop-out to have a wedding as a series finale. Um, This has happened several times in other shows, too many to uh, list. But, I mean, the whole thing with Jessica and Hoyt, like, no. You know what I mean? You could have done so much more. You could have definitely put Lafayette into the series finale because there was nothing of him. He appears at the tail end of the the show at the table. And to me, that was a a huge waste. He was a great character. In fact, he was a character that was created to die in book one. And he was so popular on the show that they kept him alive. So, yeah, I felt felt cheated by that. Um, You know her hearing his thoughts, of course, Bill's thoughts on the couch, yeah, maybe he's becoming human, I still couldn't care, I'm looking at the screen the whole time, and I'm thinking to myself, like, it's been daylight, the whole episode, and this is the end, where's Pam, where's Eric, it it just drew, it drew on, and on, and on, and then Sookie finally realizing that this is what Bill wants, and The scene at the end with the coffin, I mean, to me, it was such a cop-out just to do it like that. I mean, I can't use my light, but I can put a a stake-through-your-heart bill in the coffin. Like, it was so melodramatic. I could hear my wife in the other room watching the MTV Music Awards laughing at whatever was going on, and I felt slighted because I was going to watch it later. But since I was a Truby, and that's in the past tense now, I had to watch it live. Uh, yeah, she puts the stake through him. He turns into a bloody, pulpy mess. She crawls out of the grave. I'm thinking this going to roll credits because on Comcast it says it's over at 10, but it ran a couple minutes extra. To me, the best parts of the series finale were after Bill got staked through the heart. The Pam and Eric thing, the montage of that, I, I, I thought it was great. Uh, the TV show studio thing I read somewhere online today, the woman at the mixing board was the author, Charlene Harris, which I thought was cool. Um I loved how they got the New Blood commercial going. I thought it was fantastic. I love the fact that they kept her all to themselves, and Eric and Pam uh, synthesized her blood when they made the rest of the world believe that she was dead. But uh, the one thing that was totally off for me was, like, why is um, Sarah Newland talking to her dead husband still in the ghost format? And why was Jason Stackhouse appearing as a ghost? I always thought that Jason was going to die because of that little... Um, I guess writing hint where uh, she was hallucinating uh, Nolan and um, Jason telling her that she's going to die. I mean like who cares? I don't care that she's going to be chained up for the rest of her life. I cared about these characters and to me I mean I guess after Alan Ball left the show just completely went down the tubes and it's unfortunate because that could happen to your next favorite TV show uh, shows like uh, True Detective, which is up for the Emmy tonight. I mean, they kept the same dire- uh, director and writer throughout the whole first season. And I'm not sure if that's going to happen again for season two, but stuff like that, I'd like to see more of. I'd like to see more contributions between the writer and the director and like a steady, steady focus on the characters. And to me, True Blood dropped the ball. Uh, last night, I gave the episode a D minus. Um, as far as the series goes, I would probably give it around a C plus, B minus range, you know? It definitely entertained me for its pulp culture, uh, pop horror, bloody tales to astonish. and uh, I'm sad to see it over, but at the same time, I'm also relieved because now I can open up my uh, Sunday nights from 9 to 10 to something else. and Hopefully, uh, the influx of new shows coming out this fall will replace that. Um, On a side note, I will recommend this on the air. If you have Netflix, check out The Fall. The Fall is uh, from the BBC. It stars uh, the chick from The X-Files. It's this... um, type of like murder mystery type of thing. It only lasts five episodes, but it's great. And season two comes back this fall. So uh, tune into Netflix and uh, catch up on the fall. Um, So that was my review of True Blood, the series finale. Now, uh, like I said before, Mickey and I had to record separately because we were in two different lounges. So let's hear what Mickey had to say here.
0: Good evening. Welcome to the Mater D's portion of the True Bobcast Season series finale, uh, in which uh, we're going to remotely each discuss our opinions on the final episode and the series as a whole, and mash them up later for your enjoyment. So, a little bit of backstory here: True Blood debuted, I guess, seven years ago. They're saying, not that good with numbers, but uh, you know, Bob of Bobcast introduced me to True Blood it's about episode 3 before he uh, texted me telling me to check out the show True Blood uh, how great it was, how awesome it was and I quickly downloaded the first couple episodes because I you know, value his recommendations and uh you know, that's where it all started that was my uh, meeting with Bill Sookie and the whole gang at Bon Tom and uh you know, so- Sometime later, here we are, and (laughs) looking back, I mean, a lot of people dropped off the True Blood bandwagon after season three, and uh, I wasn't one of those people. Uh, Stuck with it, caught it, you know, I didn't really invest a lot into it, it didn't make me uh, think about who I was as a person or relate to life differently than, you know, some other shows that really question humanity and whatnot. It started out with great intentions, it started out as a show, as we noted before, um, you know, paralleling civil rights issues up and down the block from the, uh, you know, various civil, civil rights groups out there. And uh, it just uh, became a little bit more than that later. It became more erotic. It became more gratuitous. Uh, it became more campy. It became more confusing. It became less structured. It became less serious. And uh, at the end of the day, it just became less of a TV show. At the end of the series, it's not a TV show anymore. And that's pretty much the way I can sum up the run here with dullness, if you didn't uh, catch my drift there. The ending was dull. It was just uneventful, basically. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, the end of a, uh, you know, children's book or something, as it were. Which is kind of interesting because it turned into just this supernatural soap opera, and I guess that's what fans loved it for, uh, but this, uh, this season specifically has been, like, a complete blackout all of a sudden, you know, it started out one way, it just took a left turn, and then it took a right turn, and then it went in a circle, uh, did a little U-turn, went into a roundabout, went into a cul-de-sac, went up and down an avenue, you know, it just, it, it got lost, uh, uh, you know, when it did finally, uh, you know, create a new story, it just seemed so far removed from the old one. And you know, nothing really kept me glued except Jessica. But uh, at the end of the day, I'd rather see her with Jason than Hoyt. Uh, I guess that was some sort of miscellaneous fan service delivered to uh, the Truebies out there. I guess they really wanted Jessica and Hoyt to um, get together. But you know, who knew? Uh, Jessica again really came through. This season, but a little side note: uh, Has Jessica ever not cried in an episode? I guess this is where doing a little solo casting sucks because I'd really like to, you know, bounce off these questions that I just pop up with. Um, at least Fantasia got a, redemp- a redemption at the end. There, uh, took notes throughout the course of the episode, and it's funny to see how they play out. Uh, wrote that early in the game before Newland escaped. Or they let her go, or whatever. Um, And then at the end, you know, again, Fantasia rose to all its glory. Uh, It's kind of cool that the guy who's ringing the NYSC opening bell is running Fantasia. but, you know, with so many plot holes uh, in the show itself, what's one more to just finish the day? And uh, speaking of which, or not speaking of which, uh, there's just way too many plot holes to even talk about you know, A just does not lead to B, and it's simple as that, uh, meanwhile, early in the game, again, my notes stating that Eric is the truth, um, I think that was very well demonstrated with his, you know, badassery, and, uh, subsequent takeover of the economic, uh, whatever, you know, but it's great, he, uh, took the reins, straight decimated the old, uh, Tamagotchi corporation, or whoever invented true blood, and, uh, did his thing, um, Overall, the final season was just way too tame. It feels like the season just kind of disappeared or, or faded away. You know, like I was saying, the, the whole season just kind of evaporated. Or series, excuse me. The series just kind of evaporated. And, and I don't want to be too negative, you know. Because uh, this is a podcast. It's not supposed to be a downer. But uh, this is just how I felt, you know. Sick Bill was so unbelievable. Sookie started looking like Grand in the one episode. And then, boom... You know, Gran appears. It was uh, good to see her come back, though. So that was nice. Um, meanwhile, Little Tara was like a completely different Little Tara than like two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> I kind of thought that was amusing. And Little Sookie was straight up the worst casting maybe of all time. Um, and then the one quote, man. Suki had just deaded it for me. I kind of just tuned out after that when she was like... He asked me to kill him with my light ball. Dead. Just couldn't even. Uh, at that point, I just felt like I was crying tears of blood like a vampire, except instead of it being all romanticized, it it's because I ripped my eyes out watching it. Man, without the campiness, I missed the campiness. Who would have thought? The, the, the original downfall of the show is what I longed for. Uh, and I know there's no deeper meaning or whatever about this show... But it just got sloppy, it just burned out. Mismanaged, maybe, mishandled. Who knew? Who knows? And I guess the uh the climax of it all when Sookie mounted Vampire Bill, as they so comically referred to him throughout the series, wasn't poetic at all. In fact, I want to create a new term for what that was. Faux etic. Yeah, that's right. Faux etic. Uh, That's the end of my notes on that, on that, on that, uh, on the ending there. not going to miss True Blood. It will always live in my refrigerator in a sealed bottle of marketing goodness in the form of a True Blood or OG bottle sold at, you know, novelty stores. Uh, I'll always love that keepsake. I'll always be uh, fascinated by it and always have it as a little trinket, as a little memory. And for that, I'm grateful. Um, True Blood did provide a lot of entertainment for me and Bob here at the Bobcast. And at the end of the day, I'm not mad at True Blood for just going the way of the dodo bird as it did. But at the same time, I'm ready to move on. I will state for the record, I will not be buying a can of new blood to, you know, have as a keepsake. And that right there is the most poetic way I can explain the ending of True Blood. These are my thoughts. They do not express the opinions of the Bobcast, but they definitely are here for your entertainment. Uh, I want to thank the Bobcast again for putting this on. And uh, take it away, boys.